Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. to know the name, know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyatt, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different patients and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset when they utilize the gifts that are seen in their name when we're reading their name using nameology science. So how does someone express those creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Now our expert tonight is Tamara Celeste who has developed her genius in the area of helping people purchase their first home without any hassles or headaches. Now, Tamara is the home buying coach. She's a real estate financial empowerment coach and the number one best-selling author of Buy Homes, Not Shoes, or Other Stuff. 
A Woman's Guide to Buying Her First Home. Now, this works for men, too, so we're not excluding any men here, okay? She coaches women who are looking to buy their first home or invest in real estate so that they can feel comfortable and confident when starting the home buying investment process. Tamara believes that buying a home should be exciting and easy, not complicated or confusing. Now, Tamara started her career on Wall Street after graduating from law school. After almost a decade on Wall Street, Tamara realized that she could never be fulfilled in a job unless she felt she was making a difference. So upon moving to Florida in 2006, she got her real estate license and finally found her passion. Having joined real estate at a time when the market was tumbling downwards, she soon found her niche in short sales and became one of the top agents in her county, serving others in their time of need and helping her clients navigate the long, arduous, and complicated short sale process and being able to do it with dignity. Tamara is the owner of Sweet Life Reality Group in West Palm Beach, Florida, and she's earned numerous real estate awards throughout her career, such as Broker of the Year and Global Realtor of the Year from her Realtors Association. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Tamara. Thank you so much, Sharon. I really am super excited to be here with you tonight. I appreciate the opportunity. You know what? Me too, because I love this, that we ought to be investing in our futures instead of in shoes or in other stuff, because <laughs> we all own too much stuff as it is. Exactly. So, so I want to start right off the bat with what are two common myths about the home buying process? I, to me, the most common myths that I hear consistently from people are at first that you need perfect credit to buy a home. And that is absolutely not true. Actually, very few people have a perfect 850 credit score. So that is definitely not true. Um, a credit score can be, it has to be decent, but you can buy a house with a credit score at 580, 600. So perfect credit is not a criteria to buy a home. And the second thing that I hear most, the second myth is that you need 20% uh, down or more to buy a home, that you need a lot of money. And that is not true. Um, FHA programs and conventional programs require only 3% down, 3.5% down. So if you're talking about a $200,000 house, that's about you know 6000 6000 $7,000 down. So those are the two things that deter people until they learn more about it from actually moving forward because they think they have to have perfect credit and they have to have a lot, a lot, a lot of money saved. So Now, isn't the advantage of having 20% down that you don't have to pay the bank's insurance that gets tacked on to your... Yeah. Correct. But um, I will say this. Conventional loans now where they have some that are 3% down if you are owner-occupant and the um, PMI or MIP, in that case, MIP for a conventional, is can come off once you reach 20% equity in the home. So yes, that's true. But if you don't have that 20% 20, 20 saved, I like to tell people it's better because of the way prices are increasing right now, it's better to get in the market. And you know what? Instead of paying rent, if it's going to take you three, four, five years to save 20% down, as opposed to being able to get into a house this year or next year and pay that extra fee for the PMI or MIP, then I say definitely go get into it because as the market increases, 
you, a lot of people are going to be priced out the market if they wait five, six, seven, ten years. So you're right, 20%, you don't have to pay that insurance. Um, but a lot of people, it will take them years and years to save 20%. With that insurance, does it automatically come off or do you have to know to ask for it? You have to know to ask for it. You would have to call your bank and go and ask them to come out and do an appraisal of the home. And, and I will say this, for FHA mortgages, it stays on forever. They changed that rule about two years ago. So FHA, if you get an FHA loan, 3.5% down, you don't put 20% down, it will never roll off for the life of the loan, only a conventional. So sometimes when people are looking at mortgages and what they, um, they're comparing FHA to conventional, it's sometimes better to go the conventional route because you will save money in the long run. Now, what's the basic difference between an FHA and a conventional? FHA is guaranteed by the government. Um, it requires um, a lower, traditionally a lower down payment, a three and a half percent, as opposed to traditionally, again, conventional would require five to 10% down, but conventional has, is becoming more competitive with FHA. So they do, I just spoke to a lender last week, they do have a 3% down conventional, but traditionally it's a lower um, amount down it is also a lower credit score requirement and lower debt to income ratio requirement. Meaning that if you have, um, you know, w when you look at your debt and your income, they they don't require it to be a, a higher ratio. If that makes, I know that may be a little confusing, but those are the three main differences: um, the interest rate, the debt to income ratio, and the um, credit score requirement. And with, along with being guaranteed by the government. With both of them, can you get it where it's a fixed amount or does the conventional go according to what the interest rates are doing? Oh, no, they're all fixed. You want to get fixed. You don't want to go with an interest rate that adjusts. So they are, fi they are fixed loans. Okay. Well, I think that's really important for people to know that, that there's a difference and they definitely want fixed. So, Absolutely. So... How can you tell if a house you're considering would be a good investment? What's something that you're looking for that would be important to know if, to think that that might be a good investment? Well, again, if you have to think about what your purpose is. Most people, if you're buying your first home, yes, you want it to be a good investment for the future. So you, you look at the neighborhood. Um, you look at where prices were maybe a year ago to where they are now. Do you see an increase? I mean, but when I talk to my first-time home buyers, I really like to tell them, let's find a fit for you and your circumstances right now, right? Because this is not your, this does not have to be your last house. This is your entry point. So mainly I ask, look at geographic location. Is it in close proximity to where you need to be around your friends and family, around your job? Is it, a, is it the school district that you're looking for? So these are all factors to consider when you are, you know, what makes it a good investment. Um, you know, school districts, I know here in Florida, certain certain counties have A schools. So that makes the prices higher because everybody wants to be in those in that school district. Um, so there are a lot of factors to consider, but I say look at what is important to you at that point, you and your family, and think about the next two to five years because the average homeowner stays in their house about seven to eight years before they either you know, move up or downsize or move out of state. So just look at your needs for the immediate future when you're looking at a home. 
Well, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our guest's name. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Your name says that you have a tendency to work really, really hard. But boy, when you're done working, you make a great couch potato. It says that you have learned how to manifest, that that's one of the things you came in to learn how to do, and also how to go to the very top because you don't like to be in the middle of anything. If you're going to put your effort in it, you want to go to the top. It also says that you're highly spiritual in your name. It says you like the truth. You don't like it when people lie. You've got a rebellious spirit. That One of the warnings in your name, we always like to talk about at least one of them, is that you have to be careful of, of theft of people taking from you what you don't want to give. And I, it can show up as physical theft. It can show up as theft of ideas. It can show up in different ways. Um, it also says that once you get under stress, it's like, no, we got to do it my way because I know this works and we're just going to get this done, you know, and that you're very good at listening to other people's ways until there's a deadline or a time something. And then it's like, nope, we got to do it this way because this is what works and we got to get this done. Mm -hmm. And that you're very work-oriented to make sure that you're meeting your deadlines. So that's some of what your name says. Interesting. And I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Xzone Broadcast Network and on the website, knowthename.com. After the break, we're going to find out more about making a good investment buying your first home. Stay tuned. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. 
Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Tamara Celeste, whose website is her name. Tamara is T-A-M-A-R-A, and Celeste is C-E-L-E-S-T-E.com. Again, last name is C-E-L-E-S-T-E.com. So, Tamara, I once heard that people who buy houses that are on the corner of the block, you know, the end houses, that those houses go up for sale more often than other houses. Is there any truth to that? I have never heard that. That's interesting. I'll be honest, in my 13 years of selling real estate and more in in investing, I've never heard that. I have to to, uh, research that. I just learned something new. When I lived in China, uh, houses that added up to a four or a six would stay on the market a whole lot longer. That's if you like, you took all the numbers of the house numbers and you added them together. And then if it came out a two digit number, then you add those two together again. And if it ended up with a four or a six, they didn't want to be in that house because they believe that fours need work and repair constantly. And that sixes uh, give you financial problems. And so ever since I moved back here from China in 2009, I've been watching in the papers to test that theory. And about 80% of the houses that are on the market on any given day in the papers I've looked at either add up to a four or a six. Have you ever noticed anything like that? Or did you ever even bother to look? No, I, I did not know. Now, I knew about the four in Chinese culture, but I did not know about the six. And I also know that um, in Chinese culture, they, you know, they um, need to face a certain direction. And I forget, is it east or west? I I forget. Um, But I know there were certain things with that, but I did not know that either. Yeah, and that they love the numbers eight and nine. (laughs) Those are their favorites. They go the very fastest. So Um, if it adds up to an eight or nine. uh Those are the most desirable in, uh, in their culture. Interesting. So I'm going to go look at all my listings right now and the ones that just sold and the ones <laughs> that have been sitting for a while and add up those numbers to see if there's some some validity to that. Yeah, and keep testing it. I always think it's so funny. Okay. So what two tips that first-time home buyers would benefit from knowing? Um Two things I like to tell people. Um, one is when when you're going through the process and you're looking. Um, one of my favorite tips to tell people, because a lot of people like to look at homes on, on the weekends and different things now, where, and different, mostly Saturday and Sunday. Where I live in Florida, we, we just came through a very competitive market. Things have cooled down a little bit. But I would tell my clients, look for homes, especially if you're in a competitive market and, and a competitive price point Let's you know, for your market. Let's say you're at, at the lower end of the price point and homes are coming and going off the market super fast. I tell people, look for homes on in the middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Get your offers in on Thursday before the rush comes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That gives you a competitive advantage. 
So even if you have to, um, you know, get off work a little bit early or you do it right after work, that I, I would say, especially if you're in competitive market and competitive price point, look during the week. Um, the second thing I like to tell homeowners is after they close is to get a home warranty protection plan, which helps to mitigate some costs and expense that may come down the line a year within that first year or the second year. So what that means is it's like an insurance policy. If your appliances are out of warranty, um, your appliances, you know, the seller may have had them there for a couple of years, so they no longer have a warranty. Um, the water heater is a little bit older. Your air conditioning unit is a little bit older. If a home warranty protection plan generally costs about five around and I'm around depending on the area and the state, but about four to five hundred dollars a year, and it will cover any repairs and replacements. So you don't have to worry about coming out of pocket five thousand dollars for an air conditioning unit or two thousand dollars for a water heater at one time. So those are two recommendations that I tell when we're starting the process in terms of looking and then going toward the end um, to help to mitigate some um, costs that may be coming down the line in the next year or two. I always think that the seller ought to buy that and offer it because it's a it's a, like a bonus and it makes your house that much more attractive. With Absolutely. I always try to negotiate it if I represent the buyer to negotiate it into the contract. Um, if they don't offer it, but if they do, if they do not offer it or will not add it, um, I always say to the buyers, you know, it's definitely something you want to consider, but I agree. Even with my sellers, I ask, I often tell them it's a good thing to add on. It is. It's just like a security blanket. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell if you're going to be getting an agent that that's a good agent that knows what they're doing versus one that's kind of lazy or is going to take the short route or just try to get by. How, what, what kind of questions do you ask to be able to discern whether this is going to be a good agent for you? Well, first and foremost, I tell people, you know, people tell you who, are, who they are in the beginning, generally, unless there's some, some major something going on, you know. And what I mean by that is, um, do they answer your calls? You know, do they return your calls initially in a timely manner, right? So that's something you want to look for. Um, do they sit down and ask you questions about what your needs are, what your um, financial situation is? Do they explain the process to you? Do they tell you the difference between closing costs and down payment? Do they talk to you about the market and the neighborhoods and the prices? Do they offer suggestions? about alternative neighborhoods um, that might fit your price range. So again, it's not about them trying to sell you a home, it's about them trying to make sure that they find you the right fit for yourself, your budget, and your family. So that's first and foremost. Those signs are always there. If you get an agent that is just like, oh, here's some, here's some houses and pushing things and they're not listening to you, I do get calls from people and they're like, well, I was working with an agent, but you know, they kept sending us things over our price range and that, and we told them we didn't want that. They're not listening to you. So you want someone that's listening to you, that's looking out for your best interest, that's looking out for your needs. Um, so th those are definitely the signs. And then you want to ask them things like, you know, how long have you been in the business? And I'm not saying that a new agent cannot help you. Absolutely not, because everybody has to start from somewhere. That new agent may have been living in that community 
for their, their entire life and they know it inside and out, but they just started in real estate. So I don't like to take business away from a brand new realtor because there are some agents who are brand new and because I was brand new at some point and I had to get started, right? Um, but you want to make sure that they're familiar with that community. You want to know how long they've been in business. Um, have they worked with first-time home buyers? Are they aware of any first-time home buyer programs? If you don't have a lender, can they refer you to a great lender? Um, you know, things like that. So that would be some of the things. I know I went, I was a little long-winded there. No, that was great. We want thorough more than short, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tamara, when did you know that you had an interest in real estate? Oh, my goodness. I will say, um, I will talk to you a little bit about my foray into real estate. So I was working on Wall Street, and I wanted to buy my first home and I ended up buying it right outside in Jersey city, New Jersey, right outside, right, literally right outside of the um, Holland tunnel. And once I bought my first condo, I was like, you know what? I, I really enjoy this. I want to buy um, some investment property. So at the time property in New York and New Jersey were, they weren't as expensive as they are now, but they were still pricey. So what I decided to do was to go to Connecticut where I grew up and I bought um, a couple of three family buildings and rented them out and my brother, I paid my brother to manage them. Um, so that for me was a great investment because a couple of years later I decided to leave my Wall Street job to launch a business. I launched a, a ladies footwear line and I was able to take the equity that and I sold those properties and I was able to take the equity to help launch the business and finance so that I could take two years off um, and work on my business. And um, so I was able, that gave me the freedom and flexibility to do that. And I realized, I was like, wow, that really helped me. If I hadn't thought about investing and I sold when I did, it really gave me a good cushion to live without any worry for, you know, a couple of years. Yeah, that is so smart. I know that my son uh, was gifted his down payment for a house when he got out of college. And I wish every parent could do that for their children. And I know it's not possible. But then he he was instructed by his dad to rent out two rooms in his house because it was a three-bedroom house. Mm -hmm. And the monthly mortgage payment between those two roommates along with the taxes so that he was, in essence, living rent-free. And then to take that same amount that they were paying and bank it every month, which would have been his part, and therefore he would then have in a few years the down payment for another house and to start that way. Wow. Very smart. I wish more parents were able to even just talk to their kids about, you know, about that. Even if you can't afford to give your child the down payment, but just talking to them about the process. I was just talking to a, um, my niece's boyfriend and he's about to graduate from college in a couple months. And I was just talking to him about the same thing. You know, he's about to move to Atlanta, get, has a great opportunity. And I said, why don't you look at buying, even if you buy yourself a small one-bedroom condo. Okay, the way the, you, we want to go into more detail right after this break. Stay tuned. Know the name, know the genius in you, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Zone Broadcast Network Station and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, this show is dedicated to helping first-time buyers know what to do and be able to buy their house with confidence. After the break, we'll find out more. Stay tuned.
they are here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Tamara Celeste, the real realtor investor extraordinaire who can be reached via her website, which is her name, TamaraCeleste.com. And again, Tamara is spelled the normal way, and Celeste is C-E-L-E-S-T-E.com. Okay, Tamara, before the break, you were giving us another story about investments and how kids could start. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was um, talking to my like my niece's boyfriend, and he's about to graduate from college and as an engineer, and move to Atlanta. And I and he was saying, oh, I need to find a place to rent. And I talked to him. I said, you know, you should consider 
taking, if they're offering you a bonus or anything, taking, and even if you buy yourself a small two bedroom, one bedroom or two bedroom, preferably a two bedroom, because like your son, he could rent out another room, right? Um, and see, once you crunch the numbers, you may find that the rental amount is going to be just as much as either a small house or a small condo. So he was, he, he was really interested and was like, you know what? I never considered that. So it's sometimes it's just, it's just about taking the time and give people the options and open up their mind and their, and show them that it is a possible, a possibility that you can do this right now. You know, so I think that's super important. I think it's really important too, for parents to consider when their children are going off to college for four years to invest in a house where again, the other rooms can be rented, even if two people share a room but you can get more people into a house and make some money off that house instead of paying for a dorm room. And then at the end of the four years, you have quite an investment in that house and you can sell it. So I think that's a really smart move to buy a house that's near a college campus that your child wants to go to and invest that way instead of in dorm rooms. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. So why is it so important for people who are thinking about purchasing a home to take action and doing it now with our economy the way it is instead of waiting even, say, a year or two years? Well, I, what I think right now is um, what we are in is what I call, and I think I've, I've read some people started calling it that also, is what I call the silent housing crisis. So where we are is rents are increasing on average about 3.2% a year. And that's average. So if, depending on where you are, the city, the state, um, it could be more. Like I, I think, believe here in Florida, it's about 6% a year. So at that rate, if you're paying about $1,000 a month, let's say, in about five years, that's going to be about almost just under $1,200 um, a month. And then it increases from there. At the same time, salaries are pretty much staying flat unless you're changing jobs and getting job increases, but salary increases aren't going at three to 5% a year. So soon that disparity between what your, your rental amounts going up and your salary staying about the same, you're gonna be, the average person is gonna be spending a higher percentage of their take home dollars on rent. And it's gonna be harder and harder to save because you're paying more and more in rent. So I think it's super important while you, while rents, um, I'm sorry, why the prices are still, we're kind of stable in terms of prices. We're not seeing those big jumps, those 10, 20% increases in home prices right now. Again, depending on where you live, but I think now is the time to really hunker down and say, you know what? I really think that it's time to buy because rents are just going up. Once you buy a home, Another thing that's great about buying a home is that if you lock in into your fixed rate, which you touched upon, you are paying the same mortgage payment for the life of the mortgage. As long as you pay your mortgage on time and there's no reset or foreclosure, and as long as you don't refinance your mortgage, your, if your principal and interest payment is $1,000 a month, 10 years from now, it's going to be $1,000 a month. 20 years from now, it's going to be $1,000 a month. So you are really helping yourself to stabilize your income, if you will, in any excess in any excess money because you know that that is what your mortgage payment is going to be. Now, again, that does not include your taxes and insurance because that will go up, 
but your mortgage payment stays stable. So that helps to bring security in terms of financial security to your family. You're gaining equity and you know what you're going to be paying every month for the, for the life of the loan. Um, and that gives you that security too. So I think it's super important to move away from the uncertainty of rental of renting because you don't know what your landlord is going to do. They can raise the rent next year. They can sell their home, the house next year, and then you have to move. You know, there's so insert, so much uncertainty. If you have the ability to to save the money and buy a home, and if you're on the fence thinking about it, I think it's no better time than now to buy a home before you people are permanently priced out. You know, even rents. I was a teacher in Boca Raton at the middle school there, Boca Raton oh. Middle School. So I was not that far from you. And the, the least expensive rent I could find for 400 square foot apartment was 1500 a month. And after my first year there, I said, I'm moving out of the area because I want to reduce this. Right. Yeah. So then I rented the, the next, I just went for the cheapest I could find that was clean. Mm-hmm. And it was literally um, a one bedroom like a, like a motel six room, a t- very tiny condo. And it was a thousand a month. And I said, this is ridiculous. So I purchased while I was still teaching down there, a house in Tennessee where my mortgage payment would be a right under a thousand a month. And I thought now I have secured my retirement home and it doesn't have to be in an expensive area. And would you suggest people do that now if they can say, where is a more affordable area for me versus where I'm living and purchase there? Absolutely. That is, you touched upon one of my favorite pieces of advice to give people, because that's exactly what I did. If you, if I, my story, I just told you I was living in Jersey, but I also wanted to buy investment property. And I looked around New York and New Jersey and I was like, wow, the prices were probably triple. And I literally went two hours north to my hometown in Connecticut and I bought two, three family units um, at a, you know, a third of the cost of what they would have cost me in New York and Connecticut and that appreciated. So I tell people, yes, if you are in a city, again, like a San Francisco or a New York or a city that, you know, the rents are exorbitant, don't feel like, oh my goodness, I can never buy. You go to a place that you're familiar with or that you know of or you've heard about or that you're planning to move to in the future and buy something there and rent it out because you're still in the market, right? You're still, even though you're paying rent in one place, you are still in the market someplace else that's appreciating, you're gaining equity, you know, for the long term. So it doesn't matter. You don't necessarily have to be living in it right now, but buy someplace else that you're familiar with. If you're living in New York City, but you're from Philadelphia and you know that you know you can get a good deal in a, in a neighborhood someplace. Go and do that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that is that's something that a lot of people don't think about. And and you 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 seem to have that um, mastered the real estate. You know, between you and getting your son into a place. I mean, that's just all perfect. Well, I've moved fifty three times in my life. Sometimes buying, sometimes yeah. renting. Wow. <laughs> so I think I have down i've even had two homes built for me and then we thought we'd be stationed there married somebody in the military and then ended up moving you know so anyway we got good at houses (laughs) yeah yeah you could probably definitely teach a class or two (laughs) now i just ask a lot of questions so (laughs) 
so you were talking about how rents keep going up every year, but the mortgage stays the same. And the only thing that would go up is the insurance and the taxes. But I was thinking about other benefits of owning because when we rent, sometimes we're not allowed to put holes in the wall. So we have to hang everything with strings from the ceiling if we want a picture up there and we're not allowed to paint. And yet when you own, you can paint any colors you want to. You can retile. We always took carpet out of bathrooms and retiled immediately. Mm-hmm. And made sure that the kitchen did not have a carpet in there. And, you know, because at one time they would just carpet everything. I know. I know. I, I think back to seeing that. We, I, I grew up in a house that had a carpet in the kitchen. Now I just remembered that. That's so weird. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I just thought, you know, that's that's harder to keep clean. But if you're renting, you can't do anything. And yet if you own it, you can change any of those things that you like once you have the finances to do it. Yes, absolutely. That is that's definitely a benefit along. Um, yeah, you can you can do anything you want to your home. Um, again, another benefit is that you don't have to worry about when your lease is up, what's your landlord going to do? Are they going to make you move and say, hey, we're not renting anymore? Or, hey, we're going up $200 a month? Or, hey, you know, you don't have to worry about that anymore. So it's it's like having control over your, your space, your sacred space. So anytime we looked at a house to rent or to purchase with different moves, we always looked at school districts mm -hmm. and we didn't care whether we had kids or we didn't have kids, just like where I purchased my, hopefully this is my final home. It was like, I want to be in a really good school district area because when it comes time for this house to sell, hopefully after I'm not here anymore, um, I thought it's going to have a better sales value if I'm in a very good school district. And do you think, just real quickly, yes or no, and then we'll go into more details after the next break. Do you think looking at school districts is important for most people, or does it not matter? Um, I think it is, yes. And it increases the value of a house? Yes. Okay. I believe that, yes. Well, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Tamara has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. 
Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon. UFOs are real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Tamara Celeste, whose website is her name. Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, and Celeste is C-E-L-E-S-T-E.com. Now, she's taken her skills to a level where she's able to share her secrets with others to enable them to purchase a home and be able to afford it. Now, Tamara, can you help people find extra money somehow? When buying a home or preparing to buy a home? Yeah, when preparing to buy a home, do you sit down with them sometimes and say, hey, here's where money's going out the door that you could be putting toward the house? Yeah, well, I usually, in my book, I talk about that. And actually, and I have a training program that I'm coming out with in a couple of weeks. And that's one of the things that I talk about. And yes, so I like to have people look at their, and I do this in my own business a, a couple of times a year in my own personal which I did, and I found like extra money, which I was excited about. So what I do is I like to go through, have everyone look at their weekly expenses, like what are they spending money on in terms of, um, you know, dining out and um, in different have different categories, like just literally looking at your expenses and saying, okay, this is what I'm spending money on, and where and add that up, and then look and say, you know what, do I really need to spend you know, buy that Starbucks coffee every single day that's costing me $5 a day? And Or do I really need to buy lunch every single day? Can I bring lunch and cut back? So just looking at and going through subscriptions. Am I going to the gym? Am I using my Audible? Am I using, you know, just everything that you see? Because right now everything comes out of your account. So automatically that sometimes you don't even know you're paying for things anymore. So really just taking the time you know, about twice a year, I think even if you're not buying a home or if you already own a home, I think everyone should go through this exercise and do an accounting of what is actually coming out of your accounts, your credit cards, what are you paying for, what are you not using? And I guarantee you, you will find a few extra dollars 
every month or, you know, downgrading a subscription or doing this or doing that. So, uh, yeah, I think that's super important. And you can use that money to put towards savings. You can use that money towards paying down some credit card debt. Um, you can use that, you know, there's different ways that you can find money and utilize it elsewhere. Storage units. You know, we talk about buy homes, not shoes. We're buying more and more. We're a consumer nation and we buy more and more and more. And then we put it in storage. Why do you need things in storage that you haven't touched in a year or two? You know, get rid of that. Get, go get some friends, pull all that stuff out, sell the, sell, sell everything in there and save yourself two, three, four hundred dollars a month in storage bills. I always think you're rebuying that stuff anyway if you're paying for it in storage. The only time I think storage is a good idea is like when we were living overseas and we could only take two suitcases with us or whatever when the military would put us overseas. That, that is a legitimate reason <laughs> to have storage. I am not a believer in storage units at all. I would rather give everything away before I pay for storage. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> but that's when we always use the storage units. Um, but the other thing that we found, too, is that often a friend would have an extra garage or they weren't using their garage or they had a three car and was only using two cars worth or whatever. And we would pay them a smaller fee and use their empty space in their garage. Right. But again, you had a legitimate reason. You were leaving the country. You can't take everything with you. <laughs> you know, that's a legitimate reason. I'm talking people where we just have so much stuff and it has to go. Into, and another legitimate reason I get, you know, I have a lot of friends in New York City where they moved from someplace else and they had to move into a smaller place. And they were like, you know what, I'm not staying here forever. But even then, it's like, okay, do you really, by the time you pay for two years of storage, you could have, like you said, purchased everything all over again. So what, unless it's really sentimental or worth a lot of money that you need to store it. Well, I always look too at, if I'm out shopping and say, is this a want or is this a need? Yeah. And in the grocery store, I think if it's not on my list, then I didn't need it when I thought from home coming here. So why do I need it now? Right. Exactly. You know? And it, it's really just looking at those type of things, which then allows you to save up and able to have that three and a half percent to put down. Plus, you've also got to look at closing costs because sellers don't always pay for those. Exactly. Yes. And a lot of people aren't aware of the difference between the two. So that is that is something I sit down with any potential buyer, any of my, of my clients to explain to them the difference between the down payment and the closing costs. Because people just think that they only have to pay down payment. And a lot of them are shocked when they find out the extra money that's required for closing costs. And you're right. A lot of, depending on your market, again, sellers may not pay your pay for your closing costs. So that is something, you know, to get a complete picture of the money that you have to put down. So what's the name of your book? The name of my book is Buy Homes, Not Shoes or Other Stuff, A Woman's Guide to Buying Her First Home. Right. And we said it at the beginning, but I thought we need to repeat that again now and stuff. And so you cover a lot of this in that in your book. So. You also volunteer your time and you sit on the board of the Sonora Initiative, that nonprofit based in Miami whose mission is to break the cycle of generational poverty among the underprivileged youth. And so talk to us about that program and what you're doing with it and how come you got involved because it's, it, you're so successful as a relator. Why did you choose to spend time this way and, and 
you know, what made you decide that you wanted to give back in this way? You know, I, I grew up and I grew up in a family that we gave back. I mean, that's just in our, in our nature, everything, you know, um, it was just a part of everything we did, everything that I do, everything that I, and I feel like I have a responsibility. I've been so blessed in my life with so many opportunities and just meeting people that I feel like I, there's no other option for me. So um, the Sonoran Initiative actually is a friend of mine started it last year. Um, and she, I was in the room when she conceptualized the idea. Um, we were in a mastermind group together. And so I felt like I had to be a part of this. When as she was giving birth to this baby, I was just like so overwhelmed um, with, with emotion in terms of what she has been through and what she is giving back. So um, Lisa Romero is the executive director and founder of the Sonoran Initiative, and she grew up in poverty. And she realized that in her, looking back on it, there was so much talent in her neighborhood. She grew up in the Badlands in Philadelphia. That was the neighborhood and was voted, she said back when she was growing up, the worst neighborhood in America which she didn't know that she was living in the worst neighborhood in America until someone told her they were filming a documentary there. Um, so, you know, she looked back and she's like, there's just so much untapped talent here that if they, if people had been given the opportunities that she had been given that, you know, their dreams could be realized, but there's, they're forgotten. So she really wanted to reach back into the communities and offer a real holistic program where youth, they get counseling because there's trauma that comes with poverty that people aren't even aware of. So they get counseling, um, emotional counseling, they get counseling on business, they get counseling, career counseling, um, you know, just everything. It's a total holistic approach. And one of the things I'm actually going to be, actually this weekend, there's a financial workshop um, going on with the, the, young, the fellows, we call them fellows, there's 10 of them. And I will be doing a home ownership workshop and walking them through the home ownership process. So we like to expose them to, um, you know, different professionals and we tap into what their talents are and what they want to do in their careers. And we match them up with mentors. So we're going through that process now. So we have our first group of fellows that started in September and it's a year long program. And I'm just really excited to be a part of it and just see the growth and see the exposure and the things that they are witnessing. And we're actually filming a documentary on it because the other co-founder, Karen, she is a professor at NYU of, um, she is a cinematographer and she is, we're filming a documentary. So hopefully that will be documented and come out within the next year. So it's super exciting. That is super exciting. And I'm so pleased to hear that you're doing that, Tamara. Thank you so much for taking your time to join us tonight. It's really appreciated. Thank you for having me. I really feel, I, I'm just blessed. Thank you. I feel very grateful for, for this opportunity. Be prepared, surprised, and pleased. If you get to experience Tamara Celeste's work or find yourself an agent where you're living that is like her, her website again is her name, TamaraCeleste.com, and she can probably recommend a good realtor for you in your area if you're not down there in the Florida area. Now, Tamara's name excels at being able to manifest what is desired and go to the top while doing so. This is found in the letters M and T, which are the letters to 
that take the other letters to the extreme. With the T saying you can go to the top of your game, and while the M is the letter of manifestation. So if your name has either a T or an M in it, or both like in Tamara's, then you too can become the best in your field and go straight to the top. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on xcbn.net radio and Zone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. So tune in to hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they're able to accomplish. Now, if you'd like to know more about what your name says about you and what your purpose is and why you're here, give yourself the gift of a reading. You can schedule one at knowthename.com. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, signing off. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. 
SimulTV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.